Welcome back to MacHeads Podcast. This is your host, Austin, and today we have a very interesting topic to go over. Now, the topic that I want to go over is, um, well, PowerPC Macs in 2011. If you don't know what PowerPC is, and you're really new to Macs, PowerPC is the Motorola, or IBM processors, that Apple originally had in their Macs about, uh, I'd say, was it 2011? About six years ago, and I think they pretty much ended that in 05. Now... These PowerPC Macs are still very usable, and I'm going to go over the points of this and the good things and the bad things about PowerPC. First thing I want to go over is what PowerPC to get and what kinds of PowerPC Macs can you get. Well, there are G3 Macs, there are G4 Macs, and there are G5 Macs. Now, the G5 Macs are the latest, the G4s are the ones right before that, and the G3s, well, they're very old, and they ended a really long time ago. Not a really long time ago, and they were still, I mean, they're still mixed. Like, while there was G4 Max, there was G3 Max, and while they were selling G5 Max, there was still G4 Max. But obviously, we're going to go over the um, the strong points of owning a uh, more higher-end PowerPC Mac and the upgrade compatibility of the Macs. So, now that I have described the types of processors, which are the G4s, the G3s, and the G5s, we're going to go over the main factor while running the latest operating system, Leopard. Now, when you're running an operating system on a PowerPC Mac, it's really, really important to choose the right one um, to determine what kind of speed you're going to be getting while just doing regular things on it. And I'm not talking about video editing or GarageBand like I'm using right now or anything like that. I'm just talking about regular Finder stuff, email, and maybe some web browsing. Now. The things to take into consideration are the specs. And then now we're going to go over the processor. So there are basically two types of processors you can get into when you get into PowerPC. And those are single processor and dual processor. Now the key point with Leopard is to probably have a dual processor or a very high, highly clocked single processor because, I mean, Leopard's very CPU intensive and as well as GPU intensive, which I'll go over next but we're going to stick with the CPUs for now. Now, basically, if you have a single processor, G4 MDD or mirror door drive, because the two drive bays in the front are mirrors, it's like a door, they're mirror doors, so it can slide out and you can put your DVD in. But um, basically, the mirror doors, I think, are the selling point um, when you're buying a old G4 Mac, because you really don't have to do that much to upgrade them. Um, basically all you really have to do is put RAM in it and USB 2.0 ports and you're good. So that's why I really highly recommend the Power Mac G4 mirror door drives. Um, have I ever bought an MDD? No, but I've worked on them and I gotta say they're pretty um, interesting machines. Now, especially when you get into the dual processor factor of the mirror doors, um, wow, their performance is like, it's just unending. You can run Leopard on it real nice, you can run Tiger on it real nice too, and it just runs flawlessly. If you put the right specs in those machines, you'll be good. Now, also, that's when clock speed comes into effect, and that's like that's when you hear like megahertz or gigahertz, um, like the new IMAX, or like 3 gigahertz, or the new, you know, stuff like that. It's just the speed of the processor, the clock speed. Um, I don't want to get into explaining that, so you can just Google that real quick. Um, and you get your answer. But anyways, the clock speed, 
Alright, because I have a 400 megahertz sitting right next to me here. It's a um, Power Mac G4 AGP graphics. It's a 400 megahertz version, and I'm upgrading that right now in 2011. So obviously, I see potential in the PowerPC Max, and uh, you know, I mean, if you have, if you do buy an old one, you do have the options to upgrade it. I mean, they're very upgradable. You could probably get, you can make your 99 G4 more powerful than an MDD. Now, we're going to take out the RAM factor because they do have faster RAM. The MDDs, they obviously have DDR um, versus the Paramax uh, SD RAM. So, obviously, they have the um, RAM advantage, but they do still take the same amounts of RAM. They still take 2 gig, depending on what model you get with the lower max. Mine takes 2 gig. I made the right choice with that. But anyways, you can get third-party party processors that are like Sonnet and uh, I think it's newer tech or newer technology. And they make processors. They make dual 1.8 gigahertz processors. Dual 1.8 or single 1.8 too. So basically, you're getting... I mean, you're, you're going a little faster than the MDDs, obviously. But it also depends on uh, what your uh, front-side bus, how fast that is. Um, I know um, my... Power Mac G4 is only, best speed's only 100 megahertz, and uh, my iMac is like a gigahertz, so, I mean, there's obviously a big speed advantage between Intel and uh, <laughs> PowerPC, and um, that's what I want to get into next. What is the main difference between Intel and PowerPC? Well, basically the main difference between Intel and PowerPC is, um, well, the brand and definitely the architecture. Now, one thing I've noticed with, um, especially with my Intel Mac, that it's just more snappier than my Paramac G4. Like, my Paramac G4 is fast. Um, I mean, especially, like, considering nowadays, it's very fast. I mean, it, it's a 99 Mac, and it can run everything, like iTunes, GarageBand, and everything pretty pretty well. I mean, that's with 256 megs of RAM. I didn't upgrade it yet. This is my first time really using my G4 in a while, but um, I just ordered, like, a gig of RAM USB 2.0. But what I mean by the Intel iMac being snappy, snappier, is that it can launch applications very fast. It's just all around, it can do a lot of multitasking very well. And with the PowerPC, that is true. You can have a very fast PowerPC machine, but you gotta get the right model. You gotta get the right model. I mean, uh, these things are like, they're what? Like, they're becoming almost, they're five to ten years old, depending on what model you get. And that's, that's old. That's pretty old. So, I mean, you got to pick the right model. You got to do the right upgrades, and you're going to have a really great machine. And that's why I say um, the Mirror, the MDDs, they're just really, really good Macs. And uh, if you're looking for a new PowerPC Mac that's under like 200 bucks, go get that. Go get that. It'll solve, it'll solve a lot of problems in the long run. Now, if you do want to go down that road where you want to get an older G4, because it's cheaper, you can get these things for like 20 bucks. You can spend the extra hundred dollars on like a single core, uh, not core, sorry, single processor, a uh, 1.8 gigahertz off of eBay, or you can put, I know you can put gigabyte Ethernet processors in the AGP Sawtooth Power Max, and just Google that. Um, really, know your stuff about these Macs before you buy them, because you might run into something you don't like in the future. Okay. So, the main difference between Intel and PowerPC, we're just going to do an overview, is basically just the speed and how um, they handle the OS, really. And, uh, obviously, Intel is more future-proof if, if you buy an Intel Mac. Very, uh, by far, if you 
buy a Core 2, do one up. You have a lot of time, a lot of time ahead of you with your Mac. Um, with your PowerPC, yeah, you have a lot of time ahead of you too, but I mean, you don't have the latest processor, you know? And the latest, just the latest specs, stuff that Apple comes out with, you're not going to have. And that's why I recommend, if you're buying PowerPC, go buy a Power Mac. And uh, it will solve a lot of problems. You have lots of expansion slots, and uh, you got FireWire, you got everything you need to handle it for another year or two. So, still, I like PowerPC, but, you know, Intel is more future-proof. Now, this is where I'm going to go. And I was, basically, I was talking about the G4s beforehand, um, before. And uh, now, I'm going to talk about the very powerful G5s. These things are are beasts. They're very, very powerful. And uh, I'm going to get in some factors of the G5s now. Now, for um, those of you who don't know about the PowerMac G5s, um, they look like a Mac Pro with one DVD drive bay. And they're very powerful. They Most of them can have up to 8 gigs of RAM. Some can have up to 16, and some can also have up to 4 gigs, which is still good. And this is DDR RAM. I think, I'm not sure, but I think the later models had DDR2, but uh, I can't be certain of that. So, these are very powerful machines. And these are just basically the PowerMac G4s um, rethought of, and they put Apple put a lot of processing power into the G5s. The G5 is a very nice processor, and it could handle a lot. And um, that's that's just that's just a fact. And it's really not about getting the right model with the G5s. It's about upgrading it to its max potential. If you get a lower model, if you have a higher model, just evening out the power and making it a usable machine. So, the G5s, here are some ups and downs of the G5s. And basically, the main downside of the G5s is when you get to the higher-end models, they have um, liquid cooling, or water cooling, whatever you want to call it. And uh, these leak. These uh, Macs do leak, and they can... It, this The liquid from the um, liquid cool, the liquid coolant, I should say, it can destroy or really mess up your motherboard can mess up your processor I mean it's basically like throwing water on a running computer you don't want to do that it's not a good idea if like you have an open motherboard it's running it's that's what basically what it's like um, and if that happens I mean you just you just wasted like 300 bucks but if you do get the regular fan cooled power max you're de definitely good and uh, man I mean they make dual core processor ones they made uh, single processors, and I actually recommend getting the dual processor over the dual core. I mean, you're getting two full, full-fledged processors. I mean, they're just ready to process information right there. Dual core is nice. I mean, those dual core Macs ran very well, but I think you will have more of an advantage with a dual processor Mac over a dual core. And obviously, the G5s are still very expensive machines. It's not like they're cheap still. Um, I mean, they are cheap. It's like 200 bucks. You can with shipping on eBay and stuff like that, but they're definitely um, cap very capable machines. They're not future-proof, obviously. Um, Apple's dropped support for newer operating systems um, on the PowerPC Max in the, well, after the Snow Leopard upgrade, and Leopard was the last one. And that's what I want to talk about. The power you need to drive Leopard 
As I said before, Leopard's very CPU intensive. You get a G5, whether it's a G5 iMac or G5 Paramac, you're still going to get the great performance uh, with Leopard, I think, if you upgrade the hard drive to 7200 RPM and you put some RAM in it. G4, that's a different story. G4 is totally different. Totally different. Um, there are ways of getting Leopard on G4s on of older older times, like <laughs> the under one gigahertz times, you know. So, and you can use programs like Leopard Assist. Uh, I think you can flash somehow flash. So it's called like an open firmware boot, and you can do some hacking in there. I forget. You, I think you flash open firmware. It's 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 way out stuff. You gotta Google it. As like I said. Then you can, and it'll let you install Leopard, and it'll give your system like fake specs. If you have 400 megahertz, it'll say it's like an 800 megahertz, so you can put Leopard on there. But uh, yeah, so what is the G4 compatibility with Leopard? Well, I mean, you need to get a higher clocked processor, whether that be single or dual, and uh, basically just be ready for some lag if you buy a lower clock processor. If you have a higher clock processor, just test it out, make sure it's good, and uh, basically see the key areas where you think you need to upgrade. I know that one area that I would upgrade if uh, you don't, it would be a video card. If you're having like really slow graphics problems, get a, a new video card for your G4. Um, help me out a ton, guys. Help me out a ton getting a, a new graphics card. It, I went from like a 16 meg Rage card, Radeon Rage. ATI card, and uh, now I'm at a Radeon 9000 Pro 64 megs of VRAM and that came out of an MDD so that just shows the potential if you buy an MDD and it's just worth it in the long run now obviously I can spend the same amount of money and um, upgrade to an MMD specs or higher I mean MDD I'm sorry but um, I mean if you just want to set machine get MDD I don't know how many times I've said that during this uh, podcast but still that is definitely what I think you should do and last thing I want to talk about is the last supported operating systems for the PowerPC Max. And the two biggest ones right here are Leopard and Tiger 10.4 and 10.5. Best, in my opinion, they're very solid operating systems. Are they the best? No. Um, I, I, I think they are the best, but obviously the newer ones are far more advanced than these are, but um, yeah. So, what is the future of Tiger? Now, Tiger, a lot of developers have stopped developing for Tiger, or they have still left their applications out for Tiger, obviously, but um, they stopped developing for Tiger, and that's what happened when Snow Leopard came out. Everyone kept developing for Leopard, but they stopped developing for Tiger, which is okay. I mean, there's tons. The old apps are great, guys. The old apps are definitely great, but um, the newer apps still, they're, they're more future-proof, and they have more features in them that are probably better for the user now um yeah obviously you can still install old apple software old third-party software on your on tiger it's still a great operating system i run it on my g4 until i do a processor upgrade and uh, i love it i tiger is very solid os you can still do everything on it it's a very nice uh gui and uh it runs great and that's just the fact of it leopard now obviously leopard requires a lot more power than um tiger and that's one thing you need to consider. And I don't. I've, I know I've been saying stuff twice, repeating stuff a lot during this podcast, but you gotta hear me through because honestly, it it's pretty much the truth here. And 
even though it's an opinion, a lot of other people would agree with me. That with Leopard, you need processing power, guys. You need processing power. You need a good video card. And it just needs to run smooth. And if everything doesn't build up to that smooth, nicely ran operating system, you're going to have lag and it's not going to be fun. Especially when you're running multiple apps. Um, I would recommend getting a video card with a graphics acceleration like Quartz Extreme. The, the ATI Rage card, guys, if you're still stuck with that card, I would definitely recommend upgrading it. If you're not doing too much with it, it should be a decent card, but, um, I definitely, the 9000 Pro is like a $50 card still, I think, and I got, I pulled it out of a parts machine from my, from an MDD that was, had a bad power supply. Yeah, so if you're still using like an AGP PowerMac G4, really old, definitely upgrade the video card processor and put like 2 gig of RAM in it, and, uh, don't put Leopard on it. Don't do it before, it really won't be worth it, um, keep Tiger on it, or, if you have Panther, I'm thinking of putting Panther on that thing to see how it runs because it might actually run better than Tiger. But Tiger is definitely, um, I think it's the the point where it's not up to date, but it can still you can still run a lot of apps that you can't run in Panther on it. And uh, I mean, I love I run iLife on there and I work too. So uh, still I still have a lot of, I do have a lot of newer apps on there. Just they're not exactly the latest ones. So, the future of Leopard and Tiger, I think there still is a future for Leopard and Tiger. Um, obviously, some companies still develop for them, some don't, but they're still very usable operating systems. Um, they're not necessarily up to date um, as far as applications go. Like, Apple won't put new updates out for apps or whatever you may have on there. But um, still, it's... What I'm going to say is that it's not up-to-date in Apple's eyes, but personally, it's up-to-date in my eyes because you can still check your email, you can still go on Safari, you can still find web browsers that are supported, you can do all that stuff. So, technically, yeah, you can use it as a daily OS if you really need to. Leopard's even better. And, uh, obviously, if you have Intel, you can go with Snow Leopard. If you have a Core 2 or above Intel, you can go with, uh, Lion, you know? So... Those are some key points there, um, but when it comes down to it, with PowerPC, you're looking at the processor, the OS, and what are you, what are you going to be doing on it? If you're going to be doing video editing, I recommend getting a higher-end G5 or a higher-end uh, G4, you know. Um, if you're doing audio editing, same goes for that higher-end G5 and G4. Now, I just want to say this. I would say stay away from the G3s. Um, they're... They're obsolete. They're seriously obsolete. And uh, like I own, I own an iMac G3, and I even think that's obsolete. Like I can't even do anything on it really. Um, web browsing kind of slow. I can't. What can I not run? I can't even run Spotify. Like Spotify. If any for you who know, for any of you who know what Spotify is, Spotify is that free uh, music streaming app, legal too, which is cool. But I can run that in my. G4 here, I can't run on my G3, so that sucks. Like the G4 is just, believe me, if you get a G4, and I recommend the uh, AGP or an up because I mean, PCI graphics isn't that good uh, when it comes down to it. Um, AGP cards, you can obviously go a little higher in specs and keep a little more up to date um, with the AGP Mac card. So that's, I recommend that. Get AGP and up, anyways. I can run Spotify my G4 and 
the G4 is overall, um, it can run newer apps faster and better than the G3s can. So I'd say stick with the higher end G4s and the G5s. And that's how I'm going to leave it. And basically, to answer your question, can I still run a PowerPC Mac in 2011? Yes, you can. You definitely can. And the only reason, well, I run all my G, my I run my G4, and I used to run my other iMac G4. And um, mainly, I can do this because I'm an Intel Mac. I only have one Intel Mac, guys. One Intel Mac in this house. I've got one Intel Mac, and rest of them are PowerPC uses file servers and uh, you know editing machines whatever I need to do with them so basically what I would say is save your money up and buy buy a maybe a cheaper maybe a used Intel Mac and then go for a really powerful G4 Mac or just go the G4 Mac now if you're not worried about the future proof problems of the PowerPC Macs go to the G4 um, and then upgrade to Intel later now do I like Intel Macs? I love Intel Macs, but I really like PowerPC. And you gotta play with the PowerPC for a while to understand what I'm saying, because the architecture and how it processes is so different than the Intel's. It's almost scary. It's way out. So, the answer to that question is yes. You can use PowerPC Macs in 2011 perfectly. You can do everything. You can do web browsing. You can do email. You can do editing. All that stuff. You gotta have the right specs. The only thing that can't really do with um, PowerPC Max is you can't run Flash and that sucks I mean you can run Flash but PowerPC and Flash do not go together they don't like each other at all and uh, YouTube is a, is a problem but if you can get past all that yes the answer is still yes alright guys well I want to say thank you for listening and downloading or streaming whatever you're doing with this podcast just thank you for listening I know I have rambled on for like 20 minutes now on PowerPC Max in 2011, and it's just very important to realize that these machines are, I mean, they're important. They were important. They can they could run the latest stuff before, and if you can deal with old um, apps, I would say go for a PowerPC, and I'm going to leave it at that. And still, thank you for listening. Please stay subscribed. And if you're a new listener, subscribe, download the latest uh, episodes of MacHeads Podcast, and believe me, there will be more coming out. It's just been very busy, you know, I mean, it's Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, very busy times. And uh, all I can say is please subscribe, stay subscribed, you know. And it's going to be a good year for MacHeads Podcast, I'll tell you that right now. And hopefully there will be some more Apple upgrades um, I can talk to you guys about that I personally do. I got some co-hosts coming in. I got some new gear coming in. It's just going to be a great year, guys. I just want to tell you that. And uh, my voice is literally like I'm running out of voice here. should have brought water up here. Some of I didn't. And uh, that's all I can say. Thank you for downloading. We got like 150 downloads so far. We're getting a couple downloads a day. We're getting like five subscribers or more a day. So obviously we're doing very good. I'm going to see if I can get some sponsors for hosting. Um, I have hosting. I have free hosting right now from Podcast Machine, and they are great. Go check them out. Go check out podcastmachine.com. And also, I want you to check out It's My Natural Color on YouTube. He gave me the idea of making this um, video. I mean, not video. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's been a long day, guys. Not video, but this audio podcast. And uh, he made his own, and I'm basically going to be making this a video response, I think. So, guys, uh... As I said, thank you so much for listening and downloading, and 
Hopefully you'll be here for the next podcast.